Welcome to the Get Through America podcast. We sit down with the amazing people who do life in our community because we believe every story should be told. We record this podcast in the Boutique 206 studio. Now, if you're wondering, you've been into Boutique, Boutique 206, you've been in the store before, we are in the back. Like if you just walk straight through the store, we are in the back. First room on the right, just in case you're wondering where we're at in the Boutique 206 studio. I'm your host, Hetty Cohen. I'm sitting down today with Sam Sayboy. Seabold. 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 See, I, I should have asked that before we got started, <laughs> nah, right? Man, you're good. Who uh, landed in Gather America after attending Langston University. Uh, before we jump in this conversation with Sam, will you please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review? I would deeply, deeply appreciate you doing that. It would mean the world to me. So, Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Monday. Excited to be I here. Know, and, uh, I know. I know. Busy day, but uh, excited to, to get down and, and, and chat with you a little bit and yeah. enjoy myself. So I, I grabbed you right after work. You rushed right in from a long day's work on Monday. On Monday. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you doing that. Now, I don't know if this is a thing for you or not, but is there a place like that people connect? Do you do social media? Like, are you on social media? Is, it, I, I, is that something that you push or no? I, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge social media okay. imprint guy. Uh, gotcha. I have a Facebook page. Gotcha. Um, that's about as deep as into it as I get. Okay. Um, so I'm Sam I'm Sam Siebel on Facebook. I mean, it's. Um, you know the the one in the one in Oklahoma, the one in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, I, the only sounds he bought. Well, I'm, I'm named after my uncle, so there's oh. there's one in Dodge City, Kansas, and there's one in Guthrie, Oklahoma. So if you're wanting me, get the one in Guthrie. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't have any uh, any any ties into the Kansas route anymore. So so <laughs> the exact name after your uncle? Well, so middle names are different, but okay. but Sam Seabold and uh, he's a. Uh, a retired superintendent of schools up in uh, Kansas. Gotcha. And gotcha. So, That's pretty cool. So yeah. were you close to him growing up? Oh yeah. Still, still, uh, still? still are. He, uh, man, he's, uh, you know, my dad's, my dad is the oldest child. Okay. Um, and his brother is, is, is one of those nine months after. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you know, dad, dad was a senior, uncle Sam was a junior, right? Okay. So, um, <laughs> You know, so no, I mean, he's, he's just one of those guys, right? Just super, you know, super open, talks to everybody, yeah, um, you know, people just, people know him and, and things like that. So, so he's a great guy to be named after. Is yeah. That what you're telling oh, me? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a, good. a lot, a lot better than, than some out there. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, nah, he's, he's good. So that's good. Now t talking about. No, now we know that you're named after your uncle. Tell us a little bit about your story. Like, take me from a zero, as young as you want to go, <laughs> to now. And I'll probably follow up with some questions as you're telling it. But go ahead and tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to the relevant stuff. You know, yeah. grew up in Weatherford, Oklahoma. Um, it's about an hour to the west of Oklahoma City out there on I-40. Um, you know, did, did life out in Weatherford. My, my dad's a pharmacist. My uh, mom was a school teacher. Um, did... Went through Weatherford school systems from start to finish, you know, kindergarten to, to high school. Um, now, how many people did you graduate with in Weatherford? Uh, our class was one of the smaller classes, and it was like 140. 
Okay. Was okay. about the same. Was was about the class. Just size. a little smaller than Guthrie. Yeah. I, think I graduated with like one seventy six from Guthrie or something like that. Yeah, I think Guthrie gets like one eighty. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Weatherford, you know, 40, 50 students gotcha. less than that. So uh, really comparable in size to to Guthrie. Now, when growing up in Weatherford. Like again, I, I'm getting a feel of Guthrie, but Weatherford's a little bit outside of Oklahoma City. Yeah. So, like, if y'all needed to come to the mall and things like that growing up, where'd y'all go? Did y'all come to Oklahoma City? What's the what's yeah. the what's the distance there? Uh, it's about an hour. Okay. Um, so it wasn't bad, and it's yeah. it's easy, right? Because Weatherford's right on I I forty. Okay. Um, so it's it's hop on about an hour, and you're you're kind of in that that mid part of Oklahoma City. Gotcha. Um. I mean, man, Crossroads Mall was was the big <laughs> hot spot when I was a kid. Um, man, you so, kind of showing your age, Sam. I mean, Crossroads I don't Mall. Know I age myself, but but uh, also want to kind of mention that times change, right? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Crossroads Mall. Actually, Crossroads Mall. We're gonna do. We do this event called Love OKC One Day, and we're actually hosting it in the parking lot of Crossroads Mall on October second. Uh, which I'm kind of dating the podcast, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, and so yeah, Crossroads Mall used to be the jam. Oh yeah, it used to be it. Yeah, I I, I remember like if we got to go to Crossroads Mall, like we would go to Quail. Yeah. But like if you went to Crossroads Mall, that was like when I was younger, like oh, that yeah. was a real trip for us. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So that's where y'all same, would jam out, huh? Same for us, right? Yeah. Just uh, you know, Crossroads Mall had all the stores that that mom wanted to shop at, and um. You know, grew up with a brother and two sisters. So, you know, sisters big into shopping, uh, dad and brother, not so much, but yeah. uh, we try to find something to occupy our yeah. time with. Uh, so, are you the middle, oldest? I'm the youngest. Oh, you're the youngest. Okay. Young, youngest of four. Um, so, my oldest sister, Sarah, is out in Napa, California. Um, she kind of she kind of went the furthest. Okay. Um, then my Napa's bro- known for wine. Is that oh the- wine country? Okay, that's what beautiful, I'm talking. Okay. Beautiful country yeah. side out there. You know. Now you, she in the wine out there? Oh, she's an educator. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, music teacher. Okay. So, uh, but I mean, she she enjoys wine. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but but not not associated with the, right. with a vineyard or anything like that. Um, and then I have a brother who's uh, three years older than me, um, Scott. He's a physical therapist up in Tulsa. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you both, yeah. I mean, you haven't gotten to this point yet, but so you and your brother, so did he inspire you a little bit? Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. For sure. A hundred percent in, in a lot of stuff, right? Growing okay. up, you know, your older brother is, is kind of your mentor, your hero. Uh-huh. Your, and, and still to this day, right? He's the, he's the guy I go to with a lot of my problems. If I'm, if I'm running with something or I need to get, you know, around something, yep. um, call he, up Scott. He's your guy. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk it out, beat it up, and 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 get a you know get a plan or um, go forward. So. so Scott, if you're listening to this, you you see the impact you made on your little brother. <laughs> I'm sure you already know this, but this is pretty cool to hear. For All sure. right, so you got Scott Tulsa physical therapy. So is he actual? Like you, you're gonna get into this later, but yeah. is he actual in the, like a hospital clinic or? So he does, uh, he works for a company called Concentra. Okay. Um, they do a lot of like work comp, but also some urgent care. Okay. Um, and he does, so he's what's called the regional physical therapy manager. So he does, um, he's kind of the boss of all the, all the satellite clinics like Oklahoma, uh, New Mexico, um, Kansas, Okay. Uh, parts of Texas. He gotcha. he kind of manages all of them. So nice. he's kind of moved into the kind of that management role as well. Okay. Um, and so still still you know sees patients and stuff like that, but um, kind of moved to that management side. A gotcha. Bit too. 
Gotcha. And then the oldest? Uh, or the, 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 the one directly older than me is Shay. Shay okay. Um, and, and she works IT. Um, and she is in Moore. Oh, okay. She's and, not that far away. Yeah, she's two two years older than me, but she's uh, yeah, she's in more just our way. Got you. So, so tell me your experience being the youngest child. Like, is it the best or is it the worst? Because you know you get different stories. Like, <laughs> so they would say my youngest daughter, who I say is my favorite child, <laughs> is probably getting the best. Her brothers would say she's getting the best life. Like, do you think it's true, youngest? Younger? I, I think you have to. I think you have to look at it. In the in the different scopes, right? <laughs> so, yes and no. Like there, there's no good answer. Uh, there's no there's no right answer. Yeah. Right? Um, so in, in the good, you know, the bad side when you're little yeah. and you're the youngest, you're blamed for everything. Oh, so it's like true, when, when true. it comes down, it's like, oh, hey, who broke this? It's like yeah. not Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam. And eventually, mom and dad you're just like, start. What? Yeah, I'm not even home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just walk in the door like this is broken. Like, okay, been been gone for you know two days, but yeah, yeah sure. But, uh, so I mean, so that part was 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 the tougher. But you know, by the time and and with uh, you know older brothers and sisters, uh, by the time I got to high school, you know, some of those hard and fast in stone rules, yeah, uh, you were know, gone. Kind of, yeah, well, they softened up a little bit. They weren't gone. <laughs> But but they soften. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's right. And they'd be like, I'm just tired by the time the fourth child comes through high school. That's right. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, you just kind of stay out as long as you want to, but be home by a certain. Yeah, just, just don't. You know, you've got don't some abuse leash, it. You got some leash here. Just don't don't hang yourself with. For it. sure. Yeah, that's what I always tell my kids. Like, hey, it's great to be able to be in a position to make your own choices. You never want to give that away. Yeah. And so I always try to give them the opportunity to make all their choices. But I tell them, I'll take them. I still have the uh, the power to take some of your That's choices. Right. Away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you you can do it, but you yeah. just have to you have to mind your p's and q's <laughs> for sure. So, okay, growing up in Weatherford, uh, what what would you say that people would say Sam was like this? What kind of kid or person do you think people would say you are from Weatherford, Oklahoma? I, I think I think there's you know probably a couple different words. Uh, probably Henri. Okay, would be one of them. Uh, you know, I, nothing. You know, nothing, nothing dangerous, nothing mean, but but just a lot of you know, uh, pranks and and just silly, you know, giving people a hard time and and sure. silly stuff and 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 things like that. So I, I was pretty ornery and and then around town, just you know, athlete, you know, sports, things like that. So, um, you know, football, b- basketball, a little bit of track and, okay. and some stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so so you know, that kind of gives you that. Yeah, that name a lot of people will just associate with, you know, oh that that's you know athletes and, and yeah. sports and stuff like that. But um, you know, probably just Henri and and you know just a good natured kid who just liked to have fun and, and gotcha. hang out with his friends. And what was your favorite sport since you played football? Several? Okay, Fo- that was football your was my favorite. Yeah, okay. football always the favorite. Um, well, growing up, it was actually basketball because I was I was like six feet in the seventh grade. Okay, and so I was like this, you know, big, you know, post player and stuff like that. And then, you know, nature happened. I stopped. Oh, <laughs> and so yeah, I, I was like six feet in the seventh grade, and I was six feet when I graduated high school. So uh. yeah, the, it was a lot six easier. Six feet's not the bad, yeah. bad of a height, though. Yeah. Did you keep playing basketball in high school? Yeah, I played okay. basketball all the way through. Um, but then you know, it just kind of just kind of pivoted, and, and football became you know, kind of life and, and when you grew, you know, just kind of enjoying that contact and, and, you know, the, the physicality of the game kind of just switched. And, and so football became, 
you know, my favorite sport. Got you. And so, uh, what did you play in football in high school? What position? Yeah, what position? Yeah, I played a tight end and okay. then kind of a hybrid on the line linebacker. Okay. So like a like a three four up linebacker. Got you. Got so, you. So did you when you got ready to graduate was was sports still like a possibility as far as college go? Oh, yeah, or what yeah. what did I, that transition look like for yeah, you? Yeah, I, I went to uh, Northwestern Oklahoma State uh, to play football up there for, okay. the, for the Rangers up there. So um, yeah, no, it's that was one of the the, the good points. Um, you know, with my life, it, it really kind of helped me. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the times, I was worried about going to college. If you have you know too much, go back to that too much leash conversation. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, well, nobody's there to, you know, mom's not there to yell at you to get up anymore. And, For sure. And, uh, you know, so you got to be responsible yourself. But, but you know, football, you had, you know, you might have weights in the morning. You might mm -hmm. get up and run that morning. Um, so you better not miss that. Yeah. And then, so that kind of helped keep you grounded. Yeah. yeah. It just, just on that pathway. And right. A lot of great coaches, um, a lot of great people just to, you know, knocking on your door and, you know, dragging you out of bed. For when you're when you're feeling like dragon, <laughs> when you're not on top of your game, they were there to kind of help you <laughs> get right. it back on your yeah. Exactly right. For sure. Yeah. So going, what was it like to be a, a kid that was recruited? So I guess schools were looking at you. Yeah. And maybe not all the school. Like maybe you were oh, sure. yeah five star kind of guy. But I mean, still some schools were looking at you. What was that that process like for you? Like grades. Let's let's think about like how important were grades for you. Yeah. Uh, did you go do a, a a visit in school? I know it's the Guthrie America podcast, but kids, like I just like to get stuff <laughs> out there for students to be able to listen and be yeah. able to kind of really, really have a real true grasp of that. If you're not a a D one superstar, right? Sure. So what does that look like? Yeah. It, so it was busy. Um, there was a lot of it. So to to answer some of that, um, you know, there's there's a lot of and and if there are kids listening, you know, high school high school guys, high school you know athletes who who want to get out there, but you know, you're not getting looked at by the OU, by OSU, by, you know, these big schools, you know, there's still opportunity to go and, and play, you know, high level ball at, at a smaller school, D2 school, um, NAIA has some good teams and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I played with a guy, I was fortunate enough to play with a guy who played for the Cowboys for mm. four or five years. You yeah. know, Patrick Creighton, he, uh, he was a teammate of mine at Northwestern and just lit the world on fire and, um, uh, played pro ball for five, six years and yeah. just had an incredible career. And, um, so it was, it was busy. Um, you know, a lot of the times you're, you're going to school grades, getting home and you've got, you know, a coach might call you at, at six and mm -hmm. then you might have another coach call you at seven. And, uh, you know, these coaches are trying to get you while you're at home. So there's not, you know, they're not calling you at, you know, during their office hours at 2 p.m., right? Yeah. So um, so they're calling you, you know, at night and stuff like that. So you're Now, would these calls be scheduled? Like, so they're just randomly calling no, you? Most of the time, they're just randomly calling you. Um, if, they, if they've if they kind of heard of you and they, they like your tape and they like, you know, the stuff you're doing on the field. Um, and then they usually, you know, usually those calls are, um, you know, just intro calls about, you know, hey, this is what I see for you. This is what you know, we could work together to become. And, and I think, you know, this is my vision for what you could be at our program. Um, and then you talk through it with them and then, uh, you know, see where you feel, feel you fit the best mm. and then go from there. Right. So um, felt like I had a really good relationship here in this visit. So I went on a, then you scheduled your visits to, to go and, and check out the programs that were the most, you know, the best fit for you. 
when did you realize like, oh, I may have a real chance? Because there's kids who think they have. Yeah. You know, like everybody thinks they're going D1 or yeah. to the NFL or whatever. But when did you start recognizing like, I think I got some serious opportunities go to the next level at some level. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was kind of weird. Um, at my head coach, my senior year pulled me into his office and my goal was to get to, to college, right. And, and play college ball. And so I was, you know, working out all summer and stuff like that. And, you know, you'd get the, you'd get the nice, the, the, you know, the nice, Oh yeah, no, oh, you'll, you'll be, Oh, I don't know why OU wouldn't call you. Well, yeah. I mean, I my best friend went to OU and I know why they called him and didn't call me because he was, <laughs> uh, Russ, Russ was six, three by two thirty and ran the open quarter in 50 seconds. Oh yeah. I, I mean, so yeah. Yeah, I, I can't do the... any of those things. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, there was a difference in why they were calling him and what, you know, yeah. versus calling me. But uh, got pulled into my coach's office after the second game of the season and, and uh, actually got to talk to the head coach of the Navy Academy, the Naval Academy. Okay. Um, and I think that's when it really started getting like, oh, wow, this is like, so your goal is actually coming. Like it's, yeah. it's looking at it's you in attainable. the face. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. there. So yeah. that's probably the first time I, I, I really saw it. Um, and then in, in terms of grades, you know, my, my mom was, well, it's, it's funny, right? Because my mom was this five foot, nothing, maybe a hundred pounds, little lady, right? Yeah. Just a tiny little, little thing. Um, but she knew all my coaches' names had their number on speed dial. Like, Hey, if he's, you know, and then she was like, Hey, if he gets a C in a class, he's not playing. Yeah. Like, so she really kept me grounded to, to the academic part of it to, to say, Hey, you need to, um, you know, you need to buckle down and do this. Yeah. And so, but I mean, that was really, really the good part. And then comp- competitive nature. I tried to, to really be competitive in everything. Mm-hmm. So, right. Like, yeah, I want to compete in sports, but you know, turn that into everything. I want to be, I want to be good at grades. I want to be good at, you know, I want to be the best at at grades. I want to be the best at sports. I want to be the best, you know, I want to be the most popular. And so, yeah. just kind of that competitive nature, you know, not not cutthroat competitive, but just you know, to do everything you wanted to do. So, yeah. I, I probably could have paid more attention to my grades coming up um and, i think and you turned out fine I've, I've got i've got teachers who are in high school who might li- you know from my high school who might listen to this and be like ah he could have done better in my class but um yeah i, yeah. I think there's uh, like he wasn't very competitive in my yeah yeah he didn't, that competitive didn't come up in english <laughs> that's good so you go to college you get to play college ball mm-hmm. uh did you play out four years or yeah what did that look like yep. okay yeah so did you end up starting no, I never never got to that level. Played quite a bit, but yeah, uh, never got there. Right, got you. So, but so just the last question, kind of on that. Tell 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 us like what's the difference between high school ball and college ball? Like, what is the thing that most kids you think won't understand this? Yeah, it's it's just so much like everything is faster, right? So. A lot of the times in high school, you've got, you know, you'll have a handful of guys who run, you know, good 40 times, right? 4-4 yeah. four, four to 4-7 four, to 4-8. Yeah. You know, and those will be, you know, kind of the major players on each side, right? You'll have some good athletes. Well, now you've got offensive linemen who are running, you know, 300-pound offensive linemen running 4-9, <laughs> yeah. right? You've got 
you know, these defensive tackles who, who run a five flat and they weigh 330, right? Yeah. So everybody's a lot faster. And then the speed of the game picks up, right? Mm-hmm. Not only cadence-wise in terms of you've got those, you know, the, the Texas schools who at the time were kind of running that no huddle, quick pass offense where they're just running and wow. running and running. Um, but also just kind of the speed of the plays and, and things like that. So it, it's just a lot faster than, than what you're looking at in high school. When did, when, when did you notice that? Like, was it like the first day? Oh, yeah. of- it was, it was, it was, it was first, you know, first day of, of, of practice seeing, you know, some of these guys that, um, you know, that, that play at that level. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I mentioned playing with Pat, you know, Patrick Creighton, he, uh, that first practice where you get matched up and you're seven on seven and he's in the slot. Yeah. And it's like, you know that if he goes vertical, you got to run with him. And it's yeah. like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, you know, he, you're not. He's but so that, fast. But he was probably a little bit out of his league even yeah. at that place, right? Oh, he was, he could have done, you know, we always joked he could have played any position on the field. Yeah. You know, he could have been yeah. and, and done fine. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, he probably could have won D1. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he had some offers and just did I don't know, something fell through for yeah. him. I think he kind of took the ACT late yeah. and then didn't qualify at the level, and then he yeah. just kind of fell through the crack to Northwestern and um, turned in a three-time All-American career there. So Yeah. And then yeah. went to the NFL anyway, so he didn't. Yeah, it didn't matter. Didn't do too yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably doing all right. It didn't even matter. That's a, sometimes I tell people, I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're that good, you will be okay. Like regardless of where you end up, people will find you. In this day and age, I mean, with the internet, yeah, there's no hiding. There's no hiding. Yeah, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. Gonna, they're going to find you. If yeah. you're if you're good enough, they are going to find you. That's good. So, okay, you go to Northwestern, and then what? The transition out of college for you sure. is what? Uh, so grad school. Um, and and this is kind of where the Guthrie story yeah. picks up. So yeah. um, my brother, Scott, was actually the first um, to graduate. He was in the first graduating class of the Doctor of Physical Therapy program out at Langston. So he graduated 2006. Okay. Um, and so... Um, you know, we, we talked about it and, and just kind of that transition period kind of when I was at junior senior level in college looking at, um, really just, you know, what's the next step, right? So, um, loved healthcare, like to help people, um, like to, you know, make people feel better and and help and, and looked at kind of the different career options, looked at pharmacy school, um, looked at, you know, physician's assistant and physical therapy. And, uh, you know, I kind of had a little bit of a, of a trailblazer in front of me um, because he, you know, just being able to pick his brain about yeah. what he liked and then seeing what my dad did as a pharmacist and stuff like that. And just said like, man, this physical therapy seems like, you know, seems like the right, you know, the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. So um, when he was graduating, I was actually applying to get in. <laughs> and so, uh you know, helped him move into Guthrie. Uh, he lived over a little house on off Drexel. Okay. Uh, for a little bit. Um, nice Drexel. And, and what? I it's it, what is that street? Um, I should know this. I think it starts with a V. Uh, Vilas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, Drexel and Vilas. Drexel and Vilas. It's a little greenhouse, kind of sets up on the hill, caddy corner from yeah. the temple. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he lived over there for a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, no, and, and just, you know, got in and, and liked the town of Guthrie and, and liked what Langston had to offer and, um, you know, did well enough on my testing and, and my, my GPA to, to get in and uh, fortunate enough to get selected and, so I, I went from school to school. <laughs> yeah. Now, because Langston, at, uh, for the people who may not be listening, you live in Guthrie, America, like the physical therapy program at Langston is a really big deal. Like not mm-hmm. just for our small community, but nationwide or yeah. for the most part. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, you talk about, you know, Langston was really on that cutting edge of that doctorate program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they went there before OU did. Um, they had a, a dean at the time who was who was just uh, her name is Millie George. Um, she still might come out every once in a while, but she was just on the cutting edge of it, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just one of those that wanted to push and and make things the best that, that she could make them. Um, and, and that's really what Langston came to be um, is is just that cutting edge program of of looking at you know great instructors putting out great students and and um, you know with with Langston. The pressure's really on you because there's there's such a small well when it started they were only doing four kids in a class. Oh wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Four kids in a class. So that pressure to be, you know, like everybody has to know you at that point in time. Yeah. If you're only putting out four, you gotta put out four great ones. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Uh, because yeah. that that's what you're gonna be you're, you're judged off your body of work. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's like, oh well who went to Langston? Well there here's these four. Uh-huh. And so that's really the pressure that that, that kind of started. Now it's grown since then. For um, sure. What year was do you know what year they they actually started the program where they had four? Uh that was I think the excuse me, um I think the the first class they accepted was 2002. Okay. And then they would have graduated in 2005. Okay. So I guess he was in the second class that graduated with the with the doctor of physical gotcha. therapy program. So, gotcha. um, but I think that first class only had two complete the program. Um, out of the four. Out of the four. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of pressure. And, that is and a so, lot of pressure. Um, but it's grown since then. You know, when I by the time I got there, they were they were admitting uh, twelve to a class, um, and then fourteen, and I think they've gone up since then. Gotcha. Um, to closer to twenty students per class. So that's um, that's really cool. So during your time there, were you living in Guthrie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, I, I meant to. I was running late. Um, I actually lived at the apartments off Cleveland, right behind Cash Saver. Yeah. They're the the ones that are shaped in the horseshoe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I lived. I lived there. Um, yeah. Which it only has like maybe twelve apartments. Yeah. In it maybe yeah. twelve, yeah. sixteen, or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So did you live there all four, uh, three? How many years? Well, it's, it's three years. Um, okay. But our last year was all clinical rotation. So I lived there first two. Okay. So uh, in those apartments. And uh, now I, I liked it. You know, Guthrie, coming from Weatherford and then going to Alva and then coming, you know, to Guthrie, it, it just felt. He's like, like, I know this. Yeah, yeah, it felt familiar, right? It, <laughs> yeah. It's like that old shoe that's like, oh no, yeah, I, this is this is this is the this shoe is I've it. been wearing, yeah. right? And this is this is small town. This is know my neighbors. This is this yeah. is community, and and so it really just just kind of clicked. What were some things that stood out to you about Guthrie during that time? I mean, I know that school probably was just overwhelming. Sure. Really. Yeah, but were there some things about the town that kind of stood out to you? 
I, I'm a big history guy. Okay. So I love history. Um, I, I'm one of those, you know, you can turn it on the history channel and lose the remote for a little bit. And I'd be fine. Right. Okay. You know, talking about Egypt, talking about whatever, you know, whatever kind of history. So, but Guthrie, that, that was really thing. The first thing that kind of turned me on to Guthrie was, was the history of the town, right? The first, you know, state capital, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, that was, um, you know, a big part of it, learning about, you know, the, the Scottish temple, learning yeah. about, you know, kind of those old buildings downtown, even going to, you know, eat at the Bluebell. Yeah. Right. And just learning about, you know, here, here are guys, you know, it's got a lot about Tom Mix in there. Yeah. And he's, he's mentioned in Tombstone, yeah. you know? And so it's like all these tie-ins to history was really where I started kind of like, man, this is really kind of a cool, like little niche place. Yeah. Cause uh, when you were, when growing up in Weatherford, had you ever, cause we didn't play you in football or anything I, like that. Was Guthrie ever on your radar? I mean, I, I knew where Guthrie was. Yeah. But I mean, that was about it. Yeah. I mean, that was, I, I don't think we ever played in football. I think we might've run into like Guthrie at a junior high basketball tournament okay. maybe one time, yeah. but uh-huh. you know, so I, I knew Guthrie was North of Oklahoma city. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, but you didn't know the history. Like yeah. you weren't oh, no, really, I, yeah. I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea. So, um, yeah, well, I knew, knew a little bit from the land run, you know, being For taught sure. about the land run, stuff yeah. like that, but, uh, not, not any of the specifics. Yeah. So. Um, and, and then at that time, just, it was cool just getting into and, you know, working out and stuff like that yeah. and, and, you know, meeting, meeting the people in the YMCA and, uh, now you're, you're there early. You're, <laughs> you're now he, his YMCA experience is probably not like the most normal. This guy's there at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> that's where normally the regulars though. Like you, you see the same people. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. And you're, you're there. That's where we met. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's where right. we met is, is, right. is a 5.30 at the YMCA. I feel like you've probably been more consistent than me, though. <laughs> you took a little break in the middle yeah. there. So. <laughs> I try to keep coming. I try to fight through it. But, yeah, no. So th- th- that's really great. And so with Langston, Guthrie being so close, you're living in Guthrie, you're learning the history of, of it, anything like that. During that time, like, 89ers was a much bigger event. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like 89ers is still a big event, but yeah. you kind of saw the earlier days of it yeah. when yeah. it was and big. Did you ever attend any of those kind of things? You know, sadly, I never made it to the parade, mm-hmm. um, and I should have, right? I, I'm, I almost knew. You were like, you could Yeah, I, I, I could have turned around and walked out of my apartment <laughs> yeah. and seen it. Um, so, you know, kick myself for that, yeah. right? Just, um, But, you know, I, I went to the... Um, funny, we were, I was dating my wife at the time we were, we were dating, hadn't been married yet, but, um, but still loved, you know, fair food, still loved, you know, carnival stuff. So uh-huh. she would actually come down and we would, we would go to 89ers day and, okay. and, and, you know, see, you know, see all the, the, the booths and the, yeah. and the food and, and all the rides and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I attended like twice when I was at Langston and, when you were in school, yeah, when yeah. I was in school, had a, had a good time and. That's good. Now, what happened was you end up graduating, mm-hmm. end up leaving Guthrie. Yep. Correct. And then at some point, you end up back here. I end up back. Yeah. Like, what's been the second <laughs> go around for you? Yeah. So, um, Valor Physical Therapy, uh, right there across from Walmart, yep. up the hill. Yeah. Um, I had a bu- strangest thing, right? Had a buddy of mine, um, a guy named Chris Juno, um, just called me one day, uh, and. He, he lived in New Mexico, right? New Mexico, and then from Louisiana, and then New Mexico. And, and we, we went to a, a conference together. 
and ended up just being friends and, and, you know, hanging out and then talking and then exchanging numbers. And, um, he calls me out of the blue one day. He's like, Hey, Sam, you know, he's like, I got this comp, I got this uh, job. I was like, I was like, Chris, man, you're like, you were in Louisiana. I'm not moving to New Orleans. <laughs> you were in Albuquerque. I'm good. You know, no thanks. You know, family's here. Yeah. Thanks. But no thanks. And he's like, no, it's in, it's in Oklahoma. And I was like, so you're in Oklahoma. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in Oklahoma. He's like, yeah, it's in Guthrie. He's like, you know anything about Guthrie? I was like, yeah, I lived, you know, Langston's <laughs> 10 minutes from Guthrie. Uh, I lived in Guthrie for two years. You yeah. Know? Um, he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I need a, I need a clinic director up there. He's like, what do you think? And at first I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, let me, let me think about it. And then, you know, prayed on it, talked with my wife and, and say, Hey, you know, you know, did you like Guthrie? What did you, you know, because <laughs> we, we were dating when she was, you know, coming to Guthrie and then she, she liked Guthrie, like, yep. like the people. And, and so she was like, yeah, you know, if you think this is the right move, then this is, you know, this is the right move and let's do it. And so ended up taking it and, and came back to Guthrie and, um, really, really was excited about it. By yeah. the time I, you know, we made that decision. I was like, you know, it's going to be good to be back in Guthrie. Yeah. Right. You know, I've got, you know, some old stomping grounds and yeah. I know people and, yeah. and so it's going to be a lot of fun. So, and then, you know, the people that I've known, we've, we've gotten re you know, back with and yeah. we've, we've met a whole new crew of people here and, and For sure. you know, really nice people out there. So, um, no, it was, it was, you know, after, after the decision was made to take that opportunity, the decision was really easy. It's like Guthrie was, um, you know, a great place to come and, and, and come back to. Now, how, how long did you leave? How long were you gone for? Let's see. I think we moved back in. So I graduated 2009 and then we'd moved back in 2015. So I was gone for about six years. So there's a little gap there. Yeah. When you came back, what, what are some things that like had changed for you? Well, one of the craziest things, um, when I was in school, Walmart faced the other direction. Walmart used to face West. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, that's so right. I came back and it was like, <laughs> like man, who, like who, who moved Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> like, who, how does this work? <laughs> how, how did this like, how did, and so, um, but I mean, lots of new buildings that, that mercy urgent care down there yeah. on division was new. Yeah. Um, so, and then really kind of past, um, you know, kind of past Walmart, it, when I left, there really wasn't a whole lot out there. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was just kind of, you just continued your way on division and, and yeah. to the interstate. But um, like they really... Senior Lopez and all yeah, that. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. there. Um, yeah. You know, maybe that maybe that car wash at Industrial and division was probably there, but... Spoonful wasn't there, was no, it? No, I don't, I don't yeah. think it was. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, the drive-in was there. Yeah, the um, drive-in. <laughs> but, you know, they've really built up that area out there mm -hmm. and, and kind of grown it a little bit. So yeah. that was that was one of the things, but it was also cool to see what hadn't changned. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, you know, the places that I used to, to go and, and... Yeah, we're still there. Still there, <laughs> still still the same as I, you know, just just where I left them. So whenever I, whenever I was... Growing up, Walmart was on the other side of the street. I'd, I'd heard, I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and so, uh, so it was really crazy when they moved it and put it on the other side, facing yeah. west. You know, and then, of course, then they made the super center yeah. and uh, made it bigger and, and moved it that way. So, 2015, come back. Now, I feel like we came back in 20, uh, 2007. A lot of the things had changed for me since I'd been gone from mm -hmm. 1992 oh yeah yeah so there's a lot of things but even from 2007 to now like 
some things have, have changed, like school bond issues passing, events and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, since 2015, is there anything that like has stood out to you as far as some of the things that have changed in Guthrie that, that you've noticed? Like, you got neighborhood schools now. Oh, we didn't yeah. have that. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's the first thing that came to my mind, right? Yeah. Is is neighborhood schools and and you know that that's not something I grew up with, right? We we had first grade, second grade, third, yeah. fourth grade, <laughs> fifth grade, and then here's the junior high, here's the high school, and you're done. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and, and so this is a new concept. Um, we've also been out to the new school on the on the south side. Um, what is it? Oh, Charter Oaks. Yeah, Charter Oaks. Yeah. Um, and and gotten uh through the YMCA, we played basketball out there. Oh yeah. Uh, for for a winter and uh, I mean, that's a beautiful school. Yeah, it is I, I really mean, it's nice. Really, really nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think that's you know a huge change. Yeah. Um, and 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 Dr. Simpson, uh, Mike, he uh, he's a neighbor of mine. Um, okay. Do you live out Mission Hill? Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. So, okay. Uh, really like Mike. Uh, really good family, nice yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and so he's done a really good job with that. And then, um, but you know, they, they've done renovations to, to central, the, the yep. playground's brand new. And, yeah. and so my daughter enjoys that. So, yeah. um, no, there, there's a lot of things that, that I think Guthrie has and it. It's really exciting for, for people to do. Do you, are y'all people who take in red brick nights and things of those kind of events? We've, and, we've gone to a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's one of our favorites is, is just getting out there with some, some lawn chairs and, yeah. and people and, and <laughs> when it's not, you know, 5,000 degrees and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Wait until it cools off. Wait until it's night. Now are you into that because of the music or just the, the community aspect of it? Uh, the food, like what draws you to something like that kind of event? Yeah, I'd say yes to, to all of that. Um, yeah. I mean, usually the, the music is, is somebody local and, mm-hmm. and I like that, right? We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to draw you two here yeah. or, or, you know, somebody like that, right? Yeah. Dating myself with that reference. Yeah. Every, every high school kid that listened to my recruiting story just said, who's you two? Who, you two. Oh, this guy was playing football yeah, in the like 60s. YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> he just mispronounced YouTube. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Um, but I, I mean that just that vibe, yeah. right? Just, just get out and, and relax and be around some people, enjoy some good food, laugh, yeah. chat, yeah. have a good time. That, yeah. I mean, so I, I would guess that, that, that vibe is what I would be drawn to is just that whole scene of, of being just kind of connected and, and having a good time and just a bunch of people uh, getting together and having fun. That's good. So do you, for me, I get people like, Guthrie's becoming like a, a hotbed kind of place. Like people are looking at it, thinking about moving here. Do you get that? And if you do, like what are some things that you you say to people who are thinking about moving to Guthrie? Yeah, I, well, I, I think a lot of people, I think where a lot, a lot of that comes from is people can see the writing on the wall. Like, yeah. um, you know, people who are around Oklahoma and saw more when – Oklahoma City used to stop yeah. and then there used to be more and they used to stop yeah. and then there was Norman yeah. and now it's just you gotta if you don't see a sign you don't know if you're in more Norman <laughs> Oklahoma City you don't know where you're yeah. um, the same thing happened with like UConn same thing's happening with Yukon and Mustang yeah. I think the same thing's happening with Guthrie and Edmond yeah. right Waterloo used to be kind of barren right no like yeah farmland it used to be just that one convenience store yeah. really yeah just, and now you know it's a it's a community they're yeah. they're building new stuff they're putting in i don't know what's going there on the interstate but it's it's probably going to be like a commercial shopping yeah, center or something I, like that yeah. and, and so 
I think the the writing's on the wall that that's only going to continue to expand northward. For sure. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I think Guthrie's going to grow. Yeah. And, and when people ask me about it, I'm like, yeah, Guthrie's going to grow. And like, well, well, what do you think about Guthrie? Yeah. And my response is, I love it. I yeah. mean, it's it's um, small town feel with mm-hmm. with with big city stuff, right? Yeah. You know, I, I don't have to drive. Um, yeah, I always give my wife a hard time and she's going to listen to the podcast. So this is going to be rough for me. So, um, just, just put it, put it out there before, uh, she grew up in a really little town called Garber. Oh, I've heard of Garber. Yeah. Garber. Uh, and then she didn't even live in Garber. She lived in a town called, (laughs) she she lived in a town called Breckenridge, right? Not Breckenridge, Colorado. Breckenridge, yeah, I didn't Oklahoma. know there was a Breckenridge, yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> everybody who's listened to the podcast, there's there's one guy here who knew Breckenridge, Oklahoma. That's me. Uh, so, yeah. um, super small town, and and I always used to give her a hard time about like, man, what you do when you needed something from Walmart, or like, if there's no food in the house, like, what do you, you know, like there had to be food in the house. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because so what was her response? Well, you got to you got to go. You got to go to Enid. You got to drive. You got to drive 10, 15 minutes to Walmart or. You know the uh, newest, nearest fast food fast food place in in yeah. in, in Enid is is probably fifteen minutes. So you, sure. you you just you just jump in the car and go. And so, but I mean that but that's what I love about Guthrie, right? Yeah, I, yeah I've got these restaurants that you know are are you know considered hole in the wall, but they're but they're all great. Yeah. Right? Um, you've got you've got a community that that's got a you know Guthrie's a five A high yeah. school, right? So you've got a lot of students, but I still see somebody every time I go to Walmart, I still see somebody I know. Yeah. Um, I run into the same people at the gym yeah. that I run into at the football game, at the basketball game. Yeah. And, and so that's what I love about Guthrie is, is I love the community of it is, yeah. is seeing people and, and knowing people. So, yeah. no, that's good. That's really good, man. I, I, those are the same reasons I live here, even though I'm from here, but those are the same things that I'm looking for yeah. in a community. And so uh, my wife and I, whenever we live in the city for a little bit, get ready to move, Thought about a few different places, Piedmont, still looking for that small town yeah. feel, but ended up coming back home. And I'm so grateful that we did because I feel like Guthrie's made some great progress and not so much in the sense of wanting to grow as a, a like more people, but in the sense of like providing some great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, quality of life pieces, sure. you know, like things like Red Brick Nights, yeah. things like a drive-in Pollard theater, yeah. like all these things that oh, you yeah. can get out and walk to and be a part of, depending on where you live at mission Hills. You're not walking to those. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you might walk to the beacon, I guess. Maybe uh, I don't you, know. You might be able to. It's, you probably want to stay off the side of the road though. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, but the new sidewalks there, yeah, I don't right. think they're going to go out your far, but well, man, I don't know if they can get the, yeah, yeah they're, they're nice. Yeah, they are. Sure. I'm so grateful for those uh, sidewalks. So, Man, well, man, I appreciate you just spending time with me talking Guthrie and your life and uh, Weatherford and, yeah. <laughs> man, high school recruits now can uh, listen in and, and learn how some of that kind of stuff works, man. Um, just last question, what does it mean to choose Guthrie? So we people in these windows have these choose Guthrie signs, that kind of thing. What does that mean to you? I think the biggest thing is is just be part of the community, right, oh. is, is, you know, that the majority of the people who live here, right? You've said it, I've said it. Um, I think my wife would echo and, and, you know, people come to Guthrie to be part of the the Guthrie community. Yeah. Right. And so to choose Guthrie is, is to choose the community. Right. And, and these are your, these aren't, um, 
you know, some multi-billion dollar corporation that you're supporting, you're supporting your neighbor. Yeah. You're supporting the, the guy down the street. When, yeah. when you vote for office, you, you probably see a couple names on there that you know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, um, to choose Guthrie is, is to really choose that community and, and interact and, and, um, you know, be a part of it. So I, I think that's, I think that's what it means to me. And, and so that's, I hope, hopefully what it means to everybody else too. Yeah. Right. Yep. For sure. For sure. Well, Sam, man, I appreciate you. Uh, sitting down with me and when you go back home if you see dr simpson tell him i said what up i will and i would love to have your wife on if she if she wants to jump oh, on if she wants to throw some stuff back at me i don't, I don't know if i can i get i had uh i don't know if you know uh blake uh Trippett. i had him on and blake was talking about his wife and the same i'm like Tell your wife I'm open to have her on as well, so I can get the real story because he's talking about That's his right. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me get the real story because I want to tell every story in Guthrie yeah. America. Well, uh, after she listens, and she'll, <laughs> she'll listen. So as soon as, as soon as you drop it, she's gonna listen, right? So yes. um, she's gonna listen, and, and she she'll probably want to respond to to some of the things I've said, um, maybe some inaccuracies that yeah. I've made. But uh, you, yeah, you have the link. She can sign up via the same right. link. I, I'll just on. forward it to her. <laughs> Well, thank you, Sam, once again, and uh, thank all of you all who were willing to hit that play button to listen in on another story in my favorite town, Guthrie, America. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, as always, uh, go in. <laughs>